0: All right. Cool. So where were we? <laughs> we were on our favorite games part three. <laughs> okay. F- favorite game by system. I feel like I just went through my favorite games. They they would obviously cluster around a couple uh, systems I've played heavily.
1: Yeah, I, I imagine we're already like getting past your <laughs> That
0: cluster. Well, we're well past my cluster. I mean, I barely play things past... Nineteen ninety, so
1: I I still switch it up now and then. Um, let's see, where, where's my game of where's my list of games I've played this year? Because uh, as you know, I'm deeply fascinated with recording every game that I've played since like two thousand six or something stupid.
0: How do you count for pre two thousand six? I just
1: I just have to rely on my memory.
0: But I mean, did you go back and like record them all? Like thi- we're trying no, no, to remember no, no. what.
1: No, I just, I mean, there's there's games that I know that I've beaten as a child, but I, that's just. Okay, so it's not even 2006. Anything pre 2013, I didn't bother to track. In, <laughs> when I was in college, I tracked stuff on, on paper, but I, I lost those pieces of paper. So.
0: Boo, boo. I used to do that with movies. I used to like write every single movie I'd ever seen down and I was doing that since like high school so I mean yeah. that was like a long time ago and I still have that list actually um, I don't know I kind of fell out of that so I still record things but I just never really look at it yeah yeah. I get but, it I guess
1: I, I don't know I'm, I'm like some sort of weird person who cares about data but also doesn't care about data at all so it's like I I've, I record stuff but there's no need for it and I don't go like super in depth with it but uh this year since january twenty twenty one because that's the actual year now uh i i did beat mega man four five and six so you know
0: i mean these are these are rebeatings
1: i don't think i beat six really back wow. in the day i th- wow. i think i think i played through that one for the very first time
0: hmm what do you think uh
1: it was it was good i uh I, I actually uh, so that was the first one that I played out of them in January. Mm-hmm. and uh, I actually liked it quite a bit and and I could actually see how they had improved stuff between five and six
0: um, between five and six, even Wow. you yeah. know it's that's interesting. It's funny if you look at just, I guess like the general reception that six has gotten. It seems to be six that everyone always makes the comment that like the series is tired now and they, they, they're not innovating anymore. Like, I don't know what it is. Six always gets this bad rep for some reason, but I I don't I've never felt it super deserved. Like if you just kind of sit down and play it, it to me is a really fun game. Um, I guess if you did a marathon of the games, maybe you would <laughs> that's, you know, around five or six is when you'd start to get tired of the series a little bit or when it starts to just feel the same. I don't know, but it seems pretty consistent. To me anyway people feel that way yeah
1: yeah i i remember playing six back on the original nintendo and for whatever reason i felt disappointed by it Hmm. um and then uh, so but i actually played it through completion for the first time this year and and it, it felt good to me like um one thing that i really liked is like the the jet suit that you get you use your power and then it recharges on its own, and you don't have to find the power ups to recharge it. So it's yeah. like it—it it gives you like this uh, controlled power that you need to to manage, but you're not having to to grind in order to charge it back up. Hmm. Yep. And and I don't know, that really was starting to feel like a slog as an adult through all the other Mega Man games. Is like I don't know, like I think Mega Man. One, there's like a, a spot where you get like the, the little magnetic wall climbing thing that you need to use. And if it's not charged up, you just can't do the level. So so there's a <laughs> yeah, couple spots that like that where you, you just had no choice but to sit there and kill in. I mean, it's at random hoping that they would give you the power up you need. And it, it would take like 10
0: minutes sometimes. Well, you know what I think of grinding. Yeah. I, its regular uh, uh, gripe, if there's any grinding at all. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about 6. I guess if you think of, like, when it came out, it was, like, what, 93, I think? Um, so probably people were kind of clamoring for a uh, a Super Nintendo Mega Man and maybe just, like, whatever, like, the context of when it was released kind of let people down or something. I don't know.
1: yeah the the fact that rush was otherwise kind of eliminated. I did find the controls for rush weird on that the the way you jump on it, but
0: uh I mean, it's been so long since I played 6. I yeah, I actually don't remember. I played oh, yeah. 5 recently though. Uh 5, I mean, 5 is still kind of one of my one of the ones I really liked a lot. Um and so uh I do replay it every now and then. Nice
1: uh yeah. but yeah we're, we're we're trying to get into the, the newer games <laughs> those the, the, yeah the the more modern ones <laughs>
0: <laughs> i uh i still have this thing where i'll talk about new games with people and like our definition of new is always like for, <laughs> for me new is like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> the year it came out has starts with a two you know what i mean and other people it's like <laughs> new is like this moving window where it's the past like Literally, like, two years or something. I mean, some people don't even see it as,
1: like, the past year. There's a a, a subreddit that I I go to called uh, Patient Gamers. Mm -hmm. And I I think the rule is, like, it has to be older than two months. Two
0: months? Wow. I think part of it it for me, I know this is a big tangent, but part of it for me is, like, it goes back, I guess, like, how I've always uh, viewed, like, film, I guess. Like, even in the, I don't know, whatever, 90s when I was a kid. I always really liked a whole bunch of different kinds of movies and so like i never really cared when they came out and so i was watching universal horror movies from the 30s and film noir from the 40s and whatever right like all these 60s like spy movies and so to me at the time even like like new kind of meant like i don't know past 20 years or something like in the context of all movie history you kind of put new as that last portion right and so to other people who don't give a shit about anything older than five years it's like new means it just came out so
1: yeah i feel like there's there's a lot of games uh and i guess those are the ones we're going to start talking about today that feel new to me uh like once games started fitting onto dvds (laughs) yeah there's, there's like There's a quality threshold where, like, sure, you can tell it's an older game, but it also holds up quite a bit compared to a lot of modern games. Yeah. Just to correct myself before I continue down that thread, the patient gamers, I just looked it up, it's six months they consider new.
0: That's wild. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... The, the kind of the whole reason I think when we started this podcast one of the big themes was like you know we're we're parents and we move yeah. around and how do we even find that time like if I could touch on that theme I don't even yeah. know if we're still kind of holding on to that but yeah. um yeah I mean like part of it to me is just I don't play that many games anymore um or like my my game time is so limited uh yeah. and there's like i mean you you have the same thing going I think but there's like this just big list of games I want to play and I can't just throw it away every so often because i'm only looking at the last few games that have come out right yeah i i've
1: i actually manage a lot more time than i used to back when we were on the previous episode uh (laughs) so i mean i've i've got like my wife is more interested in games now than she was back then so every now and then we play stuff together my kid is now at an age where we play games a lot together like we spent a good chunk of yesterday playing uh Super Mario, the Origami King, mm-hmm. um, and then recently he's he's got a more reasonable bedtime, and my wife is like busy doing stuff at work. So, you know, this pandemic thing has shifted our work hours in in like weird mm. time slots. So now, I'm finding I've got some uh, more free time to play stuff at night. That's good. That's good for me. Actually, it's not.
0: I kind of I've been. I guess life hacking, if you will, and I'm actually I'm I'm playing a lot less games intentionally. Yeah, which I mean is <laughs> for me is crazy, crazy. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm kind of trying testing testing the effect on my life, I guess. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's
1: it's definitely for me. Like so so, this is kind of the area era where you said that uh, you kind of started to lose interest a little bit because uh, we're moving into the PlayStation 2 era
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that which which, era. which I think is kind of a, a, a divider for modern games
0: yeah yeah um, yeah I I do it's funny because I think even at the time when like when like so when PlayStation one was out I was really into PlayStation one actually um, that statement might be a little laughable for a lot of people because there's people I know that have like beaten the entire library and I'm certainly not that kind of person, but I was definitely into games that were new at the time. And I think I kind of went through a rediscovery of like kind of the, like the original Nintendo and Super Nintendo era right kind of after that. And so as PlayStation two was really popular, I was kind of like, well, I'm doing this other thing right now. And then I just never really got back on the track, I guess. Um, not that it matters, like I'm happy to play anything. I'm not like intentionally avoiding things or something weird like that, but just, I don't know, I had my thing I liked and, you know, a new system would come out and it would cost however many hundreds of dollars and I'm a student and I know if I buy it, I'm still going to be playing whatever Super Nintendo game instead. And so why would I buy it, right? And so like I would play games uh, that my friends had or I'd play, especially like social games. Like we, we used to play a lot of uh, Melee when it came out and was still new. Um, but for my just kind of more just personal uh gaming I, I don't know I just I, I was kind of out of the loop <laughs> from that point on, and so I just never got back on
1: yeah yeah i mean the 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 um, PlayStation One was just like epic to me when that came out because it was like mm-hmm. I mean the only polygon game I can really think Think of having played before then was Star Fox, which I, <laughs> I'm I'm not a Star Fox fan. <laughs> Is anybody? I, don't,
0: I, didn't, I mean, when it came out, I was I found it impressive, but I'm not sure that I. Uh, I I didn't even find it impressive.
1: Fun. Like I I was young and naive enough that like from a tech standpoint, it didn't it didn't do anything for me. It was just like, mm. why does this look so much worse than every other Super Nintendo game? Was my opinion.
0: <laughs> well, I remember when the original Zelda came out. And everyone was like, "Look at the Triforce! That's amazing!" And talking about the FX chip and all this stuff. Like to me, it was like, "Whoa!" You know that that's going to be the future, and I can't wait for that. Which is funny for me because now it's like, <laughs> um, but uh, Star Fox was like, I guess step one of that, and so it was perhaps technically interesting to me, if not any anything else. Yeah. Um, I will say, I mean. Computer games kind of were more forging in that direction a little, right? And so you had some of that. Um, like, I think everybody played Doom, for example.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, I wish I just had all of my bookmarks and stuff on hand to be able to link stuff. I know I've seen some good stuff about that. I, I, think, I think actually there's a Netflix series called um, The History of Video Games, maybe uh let me briefly look that up netflix video game documentary series high score the first computer graphics yeah it's called high score and and that's it it's actually pretty good it it runs mm. through like kind of the origin of some of that stuff like um like the first games that had graphics and oh yeah yeah i i i would i would recommend you check that one out if you haven't already um,
0: uh I... Yeah, um, totally. Let me jot it down. I man, I haven't watched anything at all recently. No, no. You, you're more no. you're
1: more into the the mangas and
0: what am oh. I into? I don't know. I've been drawing a lot. I've been uh, exercising, believe it or not. Self improvement things. Not that like reading and knowledge acquisition isn't self improvement, but that's that's the sort of self improvement I've been. Uh, focused on my whole life so kind of new self-improvement i guess you know nice yeah
1: enjoying uh improvement uh, during a pandemic
0: something like that yeah i mean i don't know it's it's all like i said it's kind of a uh see how i feel when it's all done thing but it feels it's felt good nice yeah
1: uh but yeah playstation two is kind of interesting because uh supposedly it is in twenty twenty one the best selling console of all time uh mm-hmm. and and last year i'm reading it was still the third most popular console in brazil <laughs> uh it 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 uh i don't know for me it it was definitely a threshold of more modern stuff and and by that i mean like i played so that came out in 2000 when we were still in high school, mm-hmm. and I didn't get time to play much of it in high school. I think I think at that point I was still really pouring a lot of my time into playing guitar mm-hmm. and and like drawing. Uh, and so I think the only game I really played while I was still in high school was Final Fantasy X which i i really enjoyed the opening of that it was like amazing cinematic quality Mm -hmm. graphics and it like started with a heavy metal song and like for me this was like oh what are they doing to my final fantasy this is amazing (laughs) and then the gameplay started and it's like one of my least favorite games it's like
0: Fun least fantasy. favorite games like not even least favorite final fantasies
1: no just like no i i was <laughs> i mean part of that was probably just i had such love for final fantasy 7 and and all the games before that, that uh-huh. like as they slowly destroyed
0: my beloved series i just got angrier and angrier <laughs> it's the classic uh, resistance to change <laughs> fanboyism um yeah i mean yeah i feel it i i get you i totally get you you um, never tried 10 did you i played it for like an hour Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, just generalizing about PlayStation Two, and I mean the world disagrees with me. I know, I know, but like I've always had this is like probably a topic for another day. But I just have like this, I guess, view of video games, kind of what the game is and what what like what the flavor around the game is. Um, and like, I I don't know, PlayStation Two is when it really got, like, I guess the focus to me anyway, kind of shifted away from, um the balance between like like how much i felt like the focus people had on on the game was shifting more to how much they had on i guess like the almost like the cinematic experience around the game um which is fine and it's not to say that in any way like games became less innovative or something just i don't know like like up until around then you could just put out a game that was like basically just like this plain i don't know game with not too much around it and it would still be popular and kind of could be mainstream and by playstation 2 like you couldn't really do that anymore like no matter what game you put out it had to be like beautiful looking and have a soundtrack by whoever and whatever and whatever and that's fine but like around then is when like uh, like the the Friction of getting started playing a game just felt heavier to me. I know that sounds really weird, but like on the old Nintendo, you flip a switch and you press start and you're in, right? PlayStation 2, it's like mm. you sit down, you power on the system, you wait for it to load, and then you find your save game and then it loads and there's people talking. And now you're playing, and then it just like that kind of started a little bit. And I found at the time I was kind of frustrated by that, mm. and I felt like no one was doing kind of the, the kind of games that I really loved anymore. It was almost like it was a dead art, which is interesting because I really, I feel that way and quite strongly that that started to happen around like 2000-ish and persisted until the whole indie game thing started happening. Um, well, I I was just going
1: to say, it's it. I think there was kind of this shift around Final Fantasy 7 in 1997. Like that oh, yeah, was, yeah. That was kind of deemed to be like the
0: first AAA game or one e- of the first. So I agree with you. I think that was around like PlayStation one was really the transition and by PlayStation two, yeah. it was like pretty solidly done. Like, I mean, yeah. I could call out even like on uh, Dreamcast, uh, they had choo-choo rocket, which, yeah. and you know, it's just a little one-off game, but like Sega just made this game and it was like super, super fun, totally dumb, totally like could have been like one of the first cell phone games even. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and they released it for Dreamcast, their flagship system. So uh, uh, Sega, Sega made it for their flagship system. Like, by PlayStation 2, no one was really doing that kind of, right? And, again, um, especially, like, with PlayStation 3, 4, and as, as time went on away from that, you had, like, the store came out and then people were releasing these, like, just kind of smaller, more, like, experimental games than that, and then the indie thing happened. But right around PlayStation 2 is when, it felt like Hollywood in a way where you, everything had to be a blockbuster or no one yeah. was talking about it. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, it
1: was like AAA triple A went from being like invented three years earlier to being like kind of <laughs> yeah. the norm. It's like the, the, yeah. the small in, indie games, like, I don't know. You look at Mario three, for example, it's like how many people made that game? Yeah. Like, like even final fantasy Good six, the there was like the same I think it was a smaller dev team than the, mm-hmm. the indie company I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, once that PlayStation 2 came out, it was kind of the expected normal that you've got these inflated teams now. Um, yep. And and there's this real mental shift that like you're saying there with the... um, it, it went from like kind of like being able to just hop in and play to being forced to watch some sort of cinematic first, like... If you think of Castlevania Symphony of the Night, was the PlayStation One era. The mm. next Castlevania era was Lament of Innocence, and I don't know if you played that, but it's like in Symphony. I can Night, never
0: remember the titles. Which one was that? Uh,
1: it was a 3D one. Oh with, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it was chronologically the first one in the Castlevania games where was it that... explains the backstory of the whip itself and.
0: So so no no uh, I haven't I think Are you, that's. That's the PlayStation 2 one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so you're skipping the Nintendo 64 ones, which were the first one. Well, for obvious ones. reasons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> I forget if I played that one. I think I just saw the preview when it came out and was, like, grumpy that it wasn't Castlevania anymore or something, right?
1: Well, I feel like it was closer to Castlevania than uh, than the N64 ones. Like, it sure. was it was 3D, but uh, otherwise it was largely the same. So I, I feel like it wasn't I don't feel like Castlevania belongs in 3D. Yeah,
0: I mean, you know me. I have a lot of opinions about this. <laughs> but, um, but I have to play it to pass any sort of judgment.
1: But to me, it's just the difference of like Symphony of the Night. You like open the game, you go past the title screen, you you create your save file and, and name it. And then immediately you're playing as Richter Belmont. and mm-hmm. And it's like not until after that little... Opening sequence that they then give you like a story crawl, but mm-hmm. immediately with Lament of Innocence, the story—it's
0: like a two-hour movie or something. Yeah,
1: it's like it, that. That was definitely the hmm. shift in games. Is like, okay, yeah. now you press start and then you're playing. I think like up until that point, like NES games, they they might give you story while you're not playing the game, just like at the title screen. Mm-hmm. If like demo mode. uh, But then when you actually press start, the expectation was generally you start playing the game.
0: Yep. Totally. Um, totally agree. Totally have lots of feelings on this. I mean, I, I think even like final fantasy, the series is a pretty good analog to kind of what was going on at the time. And even I think was one of the real, like you called out seven as the first cinematic triple a, whatever. But like, yeah, I think it was kind of one of the, the, the pushers of that. But, like, if you play through the games, they just get more and more and more story-heavy. Mm-hmm. Not even, like... I mean, even 4 was pretty story-heavy, but...
1: Yeah, I was, I was just thinking, like, I guess it's not fair to say that about 7, because, like, with 4, I remember, like, that whole sequence at, at the beginning. Uh, that was still probably 15 minutes before you're actually, like, playing your first fight.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. I think... I still feel like there's less, like you kind of have this game with this like fat layer of like presentation around it. And I feel like four, that layer was just less fat. Like with, with a yeah. fast enough click of your button, if you didn't care about the story, you could just be playing. And plus yeah. the story felt very in-game. Like seven was like, okay, here's a movie. All right, now go ahead. Okay, here's another movie. And yeah. just as they went on, it was more and more of that. I mean, people seemed to like it. So um, they ran with it and they're still doing it. And yeah, is <laughs> yeah. what it is.
1: So what what were some of your uh, favorite moments from the PS2 though?
0: I'm actually trying to really really think. I mean, obviously we prep for every episode. I wrote uh, uh, Shadow of the Colossus as my yeah. favorite game for the system, and I would still I would still call that one out. I mean, actually I love that game. It's a great game. Could probably have a whole episode of that game <laughs> talking about that game. Yeah. Um I'm actually I, to me PlayStation Two was more like a like I remember when it came out. And uh, Onimusha was one of the first games. And like, if we were doing an episode about games that just blew me away when they came out, that would be one of them. And it was not in any way the game, right? It was just like the, the cinematic presentation, I guess, the, the graphics quality, if you will. Um, but I just couldn't believe that anything like a game could look so real. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I mean, that sticks out to me, that game, but it's definitely not a favorite it's kind of more of a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sign of the times or something like I, I remember that era in that way, kind of like things were so graphically interesting. Now, wow, look how cinematic everything is. Wow, um, definitely did uh, go uh, enjoy Shadow of the Colossus. Um,
1: I, I need to try that one again because. I, I recently played uh, The Last Guardian, and I absolutely hated the controls on it. And, oh, I, uh, I think Shadow
0: of the Colossus controls weren't good at the time either. Sorry, yeah. Let me, let, just to finish my thought quick, and this is maybe what you're about to get to, but I, I, <laughs> there might be some, what's the word, rose tinted glasses here or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I, a lot of the time. So I feel like when you go back and you play Mario 3, like, it controls great, right? But, like, a lot of the early 3D games, like, yeah. your memory is... Is making things a lot nicer than they were when people were still trying to figure out the the best controls and land on conventions and stuff. I don't think you'll find Shadow of the Colossus to be a particularly nicely controlling game. Uh, I feel like at the time I was like, "Hmm, huh, this is kind of weird," but yeah, and the, the well,
1: well, well, because I, I I had forgotten. What the controls are like, and I haven't played mm. it, but I saw a, a, an internet discussion recently where they they're talking about how weird it was that you had to jump by pressing triangle, the the top button, hmm. which is the the same as it, <laughs> it is the top button. Well, for for those uh, those of our fans you... <laughs> who may not, <laughs>
0: it's the Super Nintendo X button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: it, it didn't exist on the regular Nintendo. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but that's the same button you jump with in in uh the last guardian and it felt mm-hmm. so frustrating because i was like playing that mm-hmm. at the same time as i was playing a different game it's like who puts jump as the top button like that's the standard jump button is always on the bottom and it was like so weird but mm-hmm. but i i totally remember when that game came out it was it was like revolutionary in my opinion of the fact that it's like this vast world with nothing in it (laughs) it's like a game that was like the game that was inspiring all the like arguments with uh, who was it Siskel and Ebert (laughs) games are
0: are art or aren't art or
1: whatever games yeah Gene wait I don't I can't remember the Ebert's name Roger Ebert Roger yeah, that was
0: yeah. like I I went to a party one time and there was like this person with a master's in art or whatever, and they like like this is like a like a high school you know cool kid party, and like half the party was people, this this older person like like talking about whether games were art or not like people cared about that back then it's so weird,
1: yeah it was like well it was like 2010. Nevertheless, I remain convinced that in principle, video games cannot be art. <laughs> and it's just like...
0: Oh, uh, Sis, uh, Ebert, you mean? Yeah. In principle. Yeah. And, uh, but,
1: but it's like the Shadow of the Colossus was like the go-to example that everyone mm. argued with him. It's like, this game is art. Look, there's nothing to do in it <laughs> except explore and appreciate it. And and it it's got this like twist ending to it that makes you think about what actions you've performed in the game and it's like i mean i I think they were right uh Mm -hmm. so i mean that to me was like if you were ever going to play one game on the system that was probably the game to choose um just with bad controls yeah (laughs) (laughs) um which i i had never played eco at the Mm. at the time um, I actually ended up playing that on PS3 uh, back in like 2003 or something. Mm. No, not 2003. 2013. Um, and uh, Eco, I also loved like the, the, those. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fan of the the developers of those games.
0: You should revisit Shadow of the Colossus. Now I'd be curious. Yeah, w- maybe I. W- we should I w- both revisit it.
1: Yeah, um, they they remade it on PlayStation Four, and yep. it's it's apparently I don't know why they chose to remake versus remaster or whatever, but they've apparently done like an exceptional job, and like mm-hmm. if you didn't know that they had built everything from scratch, you wouldn't know that they had built everything from scratch. It just basically looks better.
0: It looks like it's a remaster. You mean?
1: Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's like you can tell the fidelity and the geometry is not like blocky and stuff. Like it, it feels kind of like a modern game, but like, <laughs> but it, it's like it plays identically.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. I was going to say, what do you mean, modern game? It's, it's PlayStation Two. Modern... <laughs> what? what... Um, yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting I have a PlayStation Four actually, so uh, I should probably dip in.
1: Um, the the other games like I haven't played them recently to to know how they hold up, but I I really love the Kingdom Hearts games.
0: I um, really don't. Yeah. <laughs> what it what is it you like? I, a lot of there's like I have a lot of friends who do, and I just never could get into them.
1: Well, that that's start, what I had started to say back at the beginning, where I was saying that like when I was in high school, basically the only game that I had played that I re- remember playing was final fantasy X, mm-hmm. and I remember going to college and I didn't really have any entertainment <laughs> when mm-hmm. I went to college. I was very dedicated in my studies mm-hmm. because the way that it worked was that I, I wanted to get into the animation program at the college I went to mm-hmm. and My art teacher in grade 12 had me so convinced that I would never get into it that instead of applying directly for it, I applied for a one-year art fundamentals course to kind of, like, up my skills. And I kind of felt like the whole rest of my career depended on how well I was able to improve myself during that one year.
0: (laughs) Do life drawing or something.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, I I would sneak into, like the art fundamentals program had nighttime drawing classes, but I think it was only once a week. Mm -hmm. So I would on like weekends and on other nights of the week, I would sneak into the, the the drawing classes for the animation and illustration programs. Wow. So it's like, I was getting more practice and I was drawing around like all the people that were drawing around me were like, had three more years of experience than me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, f- I feel like I did improve a lot. I was definitely getting my money's worth. But at one point in January, there was a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. And there there was no more classes to go to. It was the beginning of the semester, so I didn't have any work really assigned to me to do. Mm-hmm. So f- for the first time in, like, months, I sat down and I played Kingdom Hearts. Like, I I bought the game and I played it. And it was, like, such a stress reliever and you
0: never studied again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I had similar experiences. We in in animation we we really play a lot of Battlefield 1942. Mm. But but this was like so meditative and it was like mm-hmm. s- such a jump up in like graphics like the not necessarily the graphics really I cared about but like I enjoyed the gameplay a lot for it and I enjoyed the nostalgia of getting to see you know uh squall from final fantasy VIII, m- one of my favorite characters <laughs> i can't even say the sentence without laughing um
0: wait so he's actually in his? come on it, yeah
1: yeah come but the, the but the music i absolutely loved the music
0: i like the music a lot i will say that i've i've listened to it um and i do appreciate that bit um i i feel like uh
1: I have to double check to, to make sure. Yeah, like Yoko Shimomura, I feel like her music is just like some of the best. And and I absolutely loved Kingdom Hearts for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I feel like Kingdom Hearts 2 uh, was a ridiculously convoluted, silly experience. <laughs> but the gameplay and the music both, I felt like were just a notch above the first one that i still loved it
0: Hmm. i only played the first one
1: the the second one you 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 can dual wield your keyblades so you're like walking around with two keyblades and uh, i don't know it it felt epic um like you you felt like you went from being weak to powerful in that game. Like it, it really delivered on the power fantasy side of things, I think.
0: Cool. Cool. I uh, kind of have a different experience, I guess. I don't know. I just thematically, it actually wasn't super interested, uh, interesting to me. I think actually now I'm certainly more open to things like that. Um, just really kind of open to anything, but at the time it was like Disney, mm-hmm. Whatever.
1: <laughs> well, it was it was a time where like Kingdom Hearts two that came out while I was in animation. I was gonna
0: say you wanted to be an animator. I imagine there was a little yeah.
1: Bit. Like like I like Final Fantasy ten as much as I hated the game like that and and the previous Final Fantasies were really what steered my interest in working in games and working mm. in animation. Like I I I was never really into movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched Jurassic Park over 100 times, and I watched the original Ninja Turtles movie, like, 100 times, too. But I was never into, like, the Star Wars or the the uh, Indiana Jones or, you know, mm-hmm. Citizen Keynes or any of that. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I just chuckle,
0: I just chuckle because we've obviously talked about Citizen Kane at length, in previous <laughs> uh, personal conversations. But anyway, anyway, please. But
1: but I but I didn't get that at the time. I didn't understand why I was interested in animation. So, hmm. like when I went to school, my intention was to work in film, mm-hmm. but I couldn't help but like th- there was like a, a teaser for kingdom hearts 2 where it like shows the character walking through the rain and then like running up the side of a building and stuff and to me that animation was just like uh, it 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 gripped me Mm -hmm. and 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 like just being able to look back on that particular trailer i can understand later my shift from film
0: into games interesting um I, well, and, I'm and, curious. <laughs> I'm curious what you even mean. Actually, like, it, it was strong. It,
1: I, well, it, because I entered into a road of animation, my <laughs> instinct, especially to shift, mm-hmm. I mean, reasoning that aspect of it. That by the time I did finally get into games, and and really more recently, I have done work on game cinematics. But I'm I am today really starting to understand that it's it's video games elf like the gameplay like the animation and the art and the music is is part of that but i don't know it was it was hard to you understand that it what, in as isolation a
0: kid. and figured it'd be fun to do anywhere
1: yeah um i don't know i, I really enjoyed comic books and drawing and, and playing guitar and stuff when i was young so it felt like that was the side of it to get into. Mm. And like all the games that I was interested in playing came from like Nintendo of Japan and stuff. Like the idea of making games didn't occur to me.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It was before the whole indie thing. So it seemed very out of reach. And I think at the time too, like American companies made computer games, right? Every like computer game was was American Doom and, and whatever, all the EA games and whatnot. Yeah.
1: See, but 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 the games that had really started to fascinate me were like the Final Fantasy mm-hmm. cinematics and stuff that we're starting to get in there. So I don't know. There was there was definitely some confusion in my younger years. Some people they're confused about their sexuality. For me, it was c- confusion about uh, what part of making a game do I enjoy.
0: Deep stuff, <laughs> man. <laughs> Impacted your entire career and where you where you eventually ended up and moved around to and everything, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: But 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 um, like I, I was realizing that in college too, uh, not not to like a fully conscious level, but like we had to do in animation, we had to uh, do background design and character design and all that sort of stuff and it's like when i was learning character design i would like open up the final fantasy 9 art book that i have where they'd have like character turnarounds and i was like studying that sort of stuff mm. and when we were doing storyboarding i played through metal gear solid 3 and i would practice storyboarding the cutscene cinematics from that game instead of like <laughs> everyone else was like opening up like you know tim burton films and stuff
0: yeah that's right <laughs> you were probably that like that that hack that plays <laughs> games to all those people right a little bit <laughs> um that's i mean we could probably do an episode on all of this as well i'm actually quite interested in a lot of the stuff you you've kind of brought it full circle back to uh playstation 2 games though
1: yeah but so like metal gear solid 3 that was the, another game that i feel like of all of the metal gear games that i've played mm-hmm. three is the one that i would hands down recommend that people play
0: Three is neck so I haven't I've played three and I remember when it was new and I remember um probably the first I don't know whatever few hours but I never finished it. So it's one I've been wanting to go back and actually play for a long time.
1: It it was like Metal Gear Solid one was I
0: mean I loved one
1: for its time a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Uh it was it, it was super convoluted uh plot wise, but that was like its charm, <laughs> it's, but like it's
0: easier to understand than two. Come on,
1: but like its its mechanics were like uh, primitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Two came out. They improved some of the gameplay mechanics, but I, I, thematically, I hated everything about it.
0: I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't quite say I hated it. I, I felt like, I, I mean, I played uh the like middle gear and then middle gear 2 and then middle gear solid and then middle gear solid 2 and so as usual i kind of have this like farther into the past based conception of what the series is and 2 definitely was like what what am i even playing kind of right after having played the previous 3 but at the same time I, I almost forgave it as like it's like every series has its little side thing they do and mm. as long as i didn't I, I like totally, i I get why you could very much hate the theme but i i don't know it was okay to me, I guess. Definitely no uh definitely uh I preferred the previous three to it, but
1: the 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 theme was like I think more approachable from today than it was back then. Like the idea of like the nano machines and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff was like still as a grade eleven or twelve student not very approachable to me. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I, I hated that I didn't get to play a snake. I hated the oil rig, like the dry, warm colors. Um, mm.
0: Vampires, like <laughs> yeah. The ca- I, oh man, I actually yeah yeah. I didn't like the characters very much. I, I was like I, the f- fat guy on roller skates yeah. who exploded or whatever, and the vampire was and weird.
1: and and to me invincible like invincible woman. Yeah. Yeah. Like my world history wasn't solid at that point. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid, get it,, uh, oh, yeah. but uh, like when they call the guy the fat guy on rollerblades fat man, like the the reference to <sighs> the nuclear bombs was yeah. lost on me, uh-huh. I just like, what are you doing like
0: <laughs> uh-huh. it's too clever for its own good, right, <laughs> yeah,
1: so I don't know i I really did not enjoy Metal Gear Solid Two, but Solid three, they took it back, you're playing yeah. as um a, a version of mate. snake again yeah and it it i feel like they did everything really excellently in that game mm-hmm. like the the i don't know the the james bond style opening where it, someone singing about eating tree frogs was just like <laughs> amazing <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that that's the only game now that I haven't listed now for PlayStation Two that I would recommend uh, is Persona Four, and and I'd, I'd say that Kingdom Hearts games, Echo, Shadow of the Colossus, Metal Gear Solid Three, and Persona Four are like, if if you're going to play PlayStation Two era games, it should
0: include those. Rock on, Persona Four. So many people love Persona. Um, I can't get past. I, mean, I I can play anything, really, but I'm not really drawn to it, I guess. I mean, I think Persona itself, the series, is an offshoot of the um, the whatever it's called. Shin Megami the English... Tensei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, I forget the English title. Digital Devil Story, I think, or something. Anyway, whatever. But uh, I, I don't that's... think
1: they had an English title, did they?
0: uh I'm have doing a subtitle to the Japanese one doesn't matter that series yeah, though yeah. I I kind of enjoyed those a little but I never really got into persona and I think I, I think you're actually a fan maybe of the art style I'm, I don't know when things um, get old. Nah, I mean no? I mean
1: yes I I do like the 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 graphic style that the artist mm-hmm. did
0: yeah it's I popular like yeah. they, they sell art books and stuff I I'm just not a huge fan of that kind of style uh which is not to say I wouldn't give the game a chance just because I don't like it. But again, there's just nothing really drawing me to try Persona.
1: So you haven't tried any of them?
0: No, I don't think I've tried any of them.
1: I d- I never tried the first three, um, and and the I still haven't played more than the first uh, five minutes of the fifth one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it was on my it was on my list of like top games of all time and like ones that you really need to try or whatever. So at one point I think I saw it go on sale for like $5 or something. Hmm. Um, and so I, I got it and uh, I really enjoyed it. It was, it's, it's like a, it's like a cross between a, a roguelike I guess in the sense that like the dungeon is slightly different when you mm-hmm. go into it each time, it's kind of like, I guess like a, a, a high school dating simulator <laughs> uh, where like you, you can romance people and build relationships and it's, there's a calendar that happens. so like certain events happen on certain days and if you pass them, you just miss your chance to do it and stuff and then it's also like a turn-based JRPG and mm-hmm. I'm I'm I I'm glad I played it like and and considering it's a PlayStation 2 game I only played it for the first time maybe 3 years ago and oh, wow, I feel like man. I feel like it held up perfectly like this is kind of what I'm talking about how like some of those games from that era <laughs> they hold up they they you can't really tell like there's so many indie games and stuff that come out now that have the fidelity of games from that era Mm -hmm. that uh, some of them you just don't notice the the i don't know like if you look at a game like the original metroid i love that game but A modern game wouldn't play the same way even if it's like an indie game and it looks kind of the same like it it there would be so many improvements if that game
0: were made today versus say persona 4 as an example where you think it's like it's basically got everything for the most part right
1: yeah it's like it's like it had some brutal difficulty in persona 4 like you could get through an hour-long dungeon and there's no save point and then (laughs) Mm -hmm. an enemy can kill you in one hit
0: yeah. And <laughs> he probably shut the game off, but
1: so so that happened to me like two or three times out of like Oof. a seventy hour game. And mm-hmm. and it's really frustrating when that happens. And that I think is its one uh mm-hmm. down point. But the rest of how the game plays and and the I c I don't know, the just the the mechanics were pretty good, the art style I thought was suitable, the music was great and I don't know. Cool.
0: Cool. Like I said, I, I'm not going to, I don't shoot anything down before I at least play it once. Uh, I'm not, I'm pretty out of the whole JRPG thing these days. Um, there's just not a lot of appeal there for me in general. So it, it probably is not high on my list of games I'd go and try next.
1: It was, uh, JRPGs are hard because of how long they are.
0: How long they are, how much grinding there is, how much, again, this is, and I that, could talk that's, about this forever, but the whole, like, how much of it is actually a game versus how much of it is people talking a, and clicking through things.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of what was interesting in Persona 4 is like, because there's the calendar system mm-hmm. where you can only do so many things in a day. It's like, to an extent, the grinding is significantly reduced. Cool. Because unlike Final Fantasy 4, like you can't just wander around trying to get adamant armor by killing things on the moon.
0: Mm-hmm. You just can't. Yep. Um, you run out of time.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. Like that's the reason I haven't played Persona Five yet. Is it's I think I have. I looked up the estimation, and it's going to be like 120 hours, and it's like i i really want to play it but i also really want to play hundreds of other
0: games (laughs) that you could play in the 120 hours
1: yeah there's there's like yeah so 123 hours is the estimate to to not do 100 percent of the game but to just like play it the way i would normally play it and, and enjoy and miss some stuff and get some stuff and
0: Ooh! Yeah. In that
1: same 123 hours, I could play through Cyberpunk 2077, God of War, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Sniper Elite 4. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, if you think of how I've been playing games lately, I I'm, I'm, I like playing shorter games. I like kind of like trying a game and seeing how it plays and kind of learning a bit there. And then, you know, I don't need to just go through hours and hours of story, so I'm I'm done um and so for me when i hear 120 hours i think that's like that's like 50 games no yeah. problem
1: yeah like the mega, mega man 5 was 3 hours mega man 4 was 4 hours mega man 6 was 3 hours
0: and if you get proficient at it you can do it probably in 2 yeah like one the, and yeah a half, the, speed was, run the whole series
1: yeah yeah like mega man 6 was 3 hours and that was my first time playing the game in over i don't know 25 years mm
0: mm-hmm. mhm Yeah, three hours feels good to me. Ten hours. I'd do a ten-hour RPG and not feel too upset. The thing is, I guess, like it has standardized on like 50, 70, 100, and people are going to be upset if that content's not there.
1: Well, part of that's the cost, right? I mean, like in Canada, you buy a PlayStation 5 game, and that's $90 before tax. Yeah. So, you know, if I'm not getting... 40 hours out of that, I don't feel very happy about spending that type of money, I guess. Which is weird, because, like, I don't know, you go to a movie theater, and it's $20 to see a
0: two-hour experience, right? I guess that was my the point I was almost about to make, but bit my tongue on. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't know, too. I think... <laughs> yeah, lots of opinions. Could talk about it another day, I guess. But, like, there's, like... Crunching through a story is one type of experience, but like wanting to play the game is another type, I guess. And so yeah. I almost, it's hard to measure hours when it's something like Smash Brothers. I mean, I've poured hundreds and hundreds and hundreds yeah. of hours into that. And how much like actual like story content, whatever, is there? Like, I don't even know. Like, actually, there's probably kind of a lot with all the trophies and this and that, but certainly not hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours, right? But do, I mean, are
1: you the type of person that reads any of the information on the trophies or?
0: I at one point was. I I was fanatical about getting every single thing in the game just because I felt like it would somehow, I don't know, better your life. Make me credible as this (laughs) Smash Brothers, serious Smash Brothers player or something. But um, (laughs) now I just play it for fun.
1: Right. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's uh, that's a good amount of time right there just on the PlayStation 2. I. I don't think we've necessarily got time for more stuff today.
0: Wow, this is going to be a long series. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like the PlayStation Two was a particularly interesting era, just because, like you said, it was kind of like the shift where AAA became normal, uh, and and yeah, the the graphical quality really shifted into something that still feels very modern even today.
0: Yeah, I think also. Like PlayStation 1 felt like more of a jarring change. I mean, if you hop from Super Nintendo to PlayStation 1, it's like things are 3D now. There's like movies happening. You have a disc and memory cards, and it's not Nintendo anymore. It's it's what Sony made it. Wow. And oh, there's, you know, Nintendo has their thing, and they're competing. And I'm like, you know, it's like this new world. And I feel like probably in terms of like, if you measure if you could somehow measure a shift, like that felt bigger, I guess. But PlayStation Two felt more like, okay, we we did the experimental like the last gen was this this shifting gen, and now things are really kind of solidifying on this, did, did this you, type uh, of game.
1: Did you get a chance to watch there was a an Ars Technica video on how Crash Bandicoot hacked the original PlayStation? <sighs>
0: I feel like I've heard that. I don't well, remember I, if I read I, it from them particularly.
1: Well, I sent you a link. There was is a half video that's... that I sent a like a week or more ago to you. Uh, but it it was it it was kind of fascinating to watch because it's like Crash Bandicoot was one of the the first PlayStation One games, and they're really talking about how like they didn't have the memory or the math mm-hmm. crunching abilities and stuff to do the sort of things that they wanted and like. I think they said, like, Crash himself used, like, a third of their Polygon budget for what could be drawn on screen at one time, and it's like, there was so much exploring of, like, how do you even make a Polygon game happening on PlayStation 1 that, like, Sony themselves didn't understand what needed to be accessible to customers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, like when when PlayStation Two came out, there was definitely a refinement that had mm-hmm. happened where it was now like here's something that you can actually make games for, yep
0: yep um, I'll have to follow up. I probably didn't watch an hour video I might have- sur- okay, I might have read the surrounding article uh, i'll i
1: will i I'll, I'll include the link uh onto it oh cool, there's, yeah, a, there's apparently a two hour extended interview as well, oh wow. Cool. Um, yeah, no
0: that that era, I think, is ripe with uh, with these like um, crazy stories of how developers like managed to cram their games into whatever space budget they had. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which which is weird because I I've, I understand PlayStation Three was also very much like that because it was like this weird cell architecture mm-hmm. that
0: it was famously hard to develop for.
1: Was famously hard, and and that's why you can't play backwards compatible games on the PlayStation Four or Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess that'll that'll be for another day. Indeed. Indeed. Well, um, I don't I don't know how you're you're feeling, but uh, I'm glad to be getting back into podcast mode.
0: Yeah, back into the groove of things. I felt good. I, I really thought we'd get through more systems, but there's no hurry, I guess.
1: Yeah, we'll get. I mean, through, at this uh... rate,
0: they're going to come out with systems faster than we can like <laughs> talk about.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, we should do, we should wrap it up for the day and yeah. Uh, good to good talking back. to you.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, well, um, next time, what are we gonna start with? Uh, GBA Advance. Yeah, cool. All right, which is, which about. is which
1: in some ways is kind of like a step back from the PlayStation Two, but also in the sense of like they really had refined that Super style. Nintendo. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep cool all right well until next time brother
0: yes be thinking uh have uh, have dba in the mind man